Our reading this morning is taken from Isaiah 40, beginning at verse 21. This can be found on page 688 of the Church Bible. Do you not know? Have you not heard? Has it not been told to you from the beginning? Have you not understood since the earth was founded? He sits enthroned above the circle of the earth, and its people are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like a canopy and spreads them out like a tent to live in. He brings princes to naught and reduces the rulers of this world to nothing. No sooner are they planted, no sooner are they sown, no sooner do they take root in the ground, than he blows on them and they wither, and a whirlwind sweeps them away like a chaff. To whom will you compare me, or who is my equal, says the Holy One. Lift up your eyes and look to the heavens who created all of these. He brings out the starry hosts one by one and calls them each by name. Because of his great power and mighty strength, not one of them is missing. Why do you complain, Joseph? Why do you say, Israel? My way is hidden from the Lord. My, my cause is disregarded by my God. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. This is the word of the Lord. So, good morning. Good morning. morning. How you doing? You all right? So, my name's Chris. What's your name? Bill. You can't all be called Pete or Bill. <laughs> Can we do that again? My name's Chris. What's your name? <laughs> okay, I think I've got most of your names. <laughs> so, prepare the way of the Lord. Beginning of Isaiah, we got that wonderful prophecy that is uh, it's about John the Baptist. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, a voice crying out in the wilderness. And then you've got this description of what the Lord is like. And we're going to look at what Jesus is like. And the question that I want to ask you, who is this Lord? Is it baby Jesus or is it big Jesus? The preach could be titled this morning, how big is your Jesus? How big is your Jesus? Isaiah it's loads of questions. Alison, as she was reading, I hope you got those questions. Did you hear all those questions in Isaiah? And we're going to unpack some of those questions. And there are four questions that I want to ask you this morning. Now, before I do that, a little bit about myself. I'm a, a part of the Light Project College. And we train pioneers and evangelists all over the United Kingdom. I'm a Baptist minister, but I lead this college with an Anglican a wonderful friend, and together we train people all over the UK to let others in on what we've got. 
Now, last week, I was heading to our residential. It's in Birmingham, and I'm standing at St. Neart's train station, and there's an older lady uh, also on the platform, and she turns to me, and she says, excuse me. I'm like, oh, this is brave. Someone asking a stranger, excuse me. She says, where you tra travel with you? I said, of course she can. And uh, her husband had recently died, first time taking a train. And she was really nervous, really nervous. She was concerned that we were going to miss our train when we got to Peterborough. And I reassure, reassured her, and we travelled together. I mean, really together. Sat next to each other. We, we were together all the way to New Street. Now, in my pocket, I had a stone. I love stones. I write words of hope on stones and give them to people. But this one, I'd found in a shop. Loved it so much because it had a feather on one side. And I, I love to paint. As an artist, I love to use feathers in painting. I love to paint feathers. And it had a feather. Four pounds it cost me, this stone. But it was beautiful. It was worth it. But I was carrying it thinking, who is this for? Because I know it's for me. And for a, a week or longer, I had this stone. Feather on one side. On the other side, it said, you are loved. And I said to this lady, I said, Val, I've got something for you. Uh, you really need to have been wondering who it's for. And this is a reminder that God's real. It's true. That this is so true. God is with you. And I gave her the stone and she wept. And uh, she said, I'm going to hold on to this stone for my return journey. Because we'd already worked out that we couldn't return back together on Sunday. <laughs> we tried. She, she even thought about waiting for a few hours so that we could get the same train. But she was going to hold on to this stone. And it was a moment of, this is real. This isn't just something to talk about or something to think. God is real. It's true. It's something to be experienced. Now, the question that I want to ask you from Isaiah is this. Do you know him? Have you heard about him. You see, Isaiah asked this question in verse 21 and 28. Don't you know? Haven't you heard? I wonder, have you really believed? Have you really believed this Jesus thing? At the age of 17, my sister said to me, Chris, Jesus died for you. I thought it was absurd for me. You see, I knew the story inside and out. And I knew the story about Jesus dying for the world. But for me, and I could not shake that question, Jesus died for me. I wonder, do you know that? Paul, he, he writes this in Galatians 2 verse 20. Paul says this, the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You see, God doesn't have any grandkids. You know that, right? God only has sons and daughters. You can't be here in faith on the faith of your parents or someone else. I wonder if you really know. Do you know? Have you heard? I wonder who is this Jesus to you? It really is an age-old question. His first friends 
were asked that question. Who do you say that I am? Uh, some said, oh, I think you know, maybe he's Elijah. Do you like John the Baptist? Come back again. Is he some kind of magician? He's done this crazy stuff in front of us. Who is this Jesus? And then Peter steps forward and he says, well, you are the Christ. Meaning you're the one that everyone's been waiting for. This whole world in anticipation for the the saviour. You are that one. You are the one. You are the big Jesus. I wonder, have you made Jesus in your own image? The cute, cuddly, eternally infant Jesus. The passive, the dependent. Yes, holy Jesus, but not powerful. This is the Jesus in the manger. The Jesus who's kind of there, but not really. The story of Jesus. Too many people make Jesus somewhat in their own image or what they believe he should be. But Isaiah blows it out of the water. I wonder, do you believe in the big Jesus that Isaiah presents to us? This is the Jesus from John 1, Hebrews 1, Colossians 1, Revelation 1. This is the Jesus that John describes, that he was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. Hebrews describes Jesus in this way. It cracks me up. He describes Jesus and, says, and, and through whom also he made the universe. (laughs) Just and. Oh, this Jesus? Yeah, and, oh, he made the universe. This is the big Jesus, the whopping, great, big, powerful Jesus. Colossians describes Jesus in this way. The Son is the image of the invisible God. And then John describes Jesus as the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. This is John who lent on Jesus's chest. And that supper, Jesus leant on his chest. But when he sees him in Revelation, he describes Jesus in such a way that he laid down as if he was dead. The might, the power, from going from leaning... That's all right, Bill. Yeah. Leaning on his chest to lying on the floor as if he was dead because of what he saw. This is the Jesus that we are here to worship. We're here because of him. Isaiah then challenges us. uh, Do you need help to know this Jesus? And I want to ask you, do you need help to get it? You see, this isn't something just to talk about. This is something to experience, something to feel. I wonder what resources do you need this morning? This is the Jesus who's able to come and give strength. Are you weary? He says, I'll give you power. 
You're tired. You're fed up. Do you need help to get it? You know, we have seen miracles in this building. I mean, this building is a miracle in itself. But we have seen people meet with the living Jesus and encounter the impossible. I wonder if you need a miracle this morning. Help to get it. That this Jesus, it's big. (laughs) He's big. The last uh, question that I want to ask you is this. Do you hold the key? The key for being resourced of having strength of meeting with him. Verse 31 says, but those who, what does it say? Those who hope. Other versions of the Bible put it this way, but those who wait. They wait on the Lord. Hope is the joyful anticipation of good. How are your hope levels this morning? Do you need hope? Do you somehow need to say, you know what, despite how I feel, whatever's going on with my family and my marriage and work, despite all that, I will have hope. The anticipation of good. In 2 Timothy, Paul writes this. Remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel. And this morning, the challenge isn't Remember Jesus Christ, descended from David. Oh, remember little baby through Joseph? Oh, and this sneak peek of Christmas. Oh, yeah, descended from David. Isn't he cute? No, first off, this is Jesus raised from the dead. And he's descended from David. But I wonder whether this morning we need to get our priorities right about this Jesus. That if he is raised from the dead, that means he's alive. Like really alive. Not just the story of being alive. And if he's alive, that means he's with us here now. That means his spirit is poured out upon you and upon me that we can meet with him. So the four questions from all these questions from Isaiah is, do you know him? Like, really? Do you believe him? Like, in faith, believe that he is who he says that he is. Do you need help to get it? And do you hold that key of waiting and hoping on the Lord.
Let's pray. Come, Holy Spirit, and help us. For those of us who are struggling this morning to believe that you are alive, that you are real, help us to know that you are here. For those who are here with impossible situations, for our health, impossible situations in our bodies, impossible situations with our family, Lord, would you give to us hope? And I believe, Lord Jesus, that you want to help us to get this. That Jesus, you are very real. You are very true. Help us to know that you love us. And like the words on that stone that say, you are loved. Help each one of us to know it. In Jesus' name, amen.